two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Combat Sports Weekly. And today, we are going to wrap up the Olympic stints of our PH boxers. Of course, with me is Carl De Mesa. And our special guest is John Yambao from PH Boxing Corner, making things happen for Philippine boxing. What's up, bro? Thank you so much for doing this. We appreciate it, man. Guys, uh, salamat. Uh, it's, it's an honor to be here. Um... Uh, I look up to you guys. Yung ginagawa nyo, sobrang ganda. And keep it up. Of course, of course. Ano to eh, for the community to. For the community. Tsaka ano po namin, may disclaimer po kami tatlo dito. And kasama rin namin si JC later on. Talaga pong combat sports baiting kami. Okay? So, disclaimer. Kung lahat ng baiting, okay? Kami po yun. Okay? Yes. Para just in case in the future, meron, kung meron mang maaasar sa amin, totoo po lahat. <laughs> lahat totoo okay lahat hindi kami nagde-deny okay hindi kami nagde-deny when it comes to fighters yan yung mga coaches lahat part of our efforts is to feature other pages other content creators and yan uh, we are huge fans of PH Boxing yes. Corner the way yes. the way John has been has been promoting the boxing Philippine boxing scene lalong-lalo na ako I grew up in the boxing scene for for another page like PH Boxing Corner to come and create content for Philippine boxers. And yeah, it's it's a huge, huge contribution to the community. So please follow him. Follow the pages on both Instagram and Facebook. Binubuyo po namin siya mag-TikTok, pero tsaka mag-YouTube. So. <laughs> Finally, may sasayaw na sa ating community. Uh, <laughs> so, and when he launches his merch, he's wearing one right now. So if you can see, okay, remember the remember the name. Remember the pages. Please follow it on Instagram. Really, really nice uh, uh, pieces of content. He is on a Philippine tour right now. So he is oh, currently yes, yes. joining us all the way from Davao City. Maano kami, alumnos kami ng UKC. So for those who are watching, listening, if you don't know UKC, it's called the Ultimate Knockout Challenge. It's one of the premier amateur leagues uh, created Long by running. the Elordes. Long running. Okay, so mm-hmm. nagkasabay pa kami during the early, early days. Like this was, this was like medyo less formal. Wala pa masyadong format. Nangangapa pa sila. Nangangapa pa kami. But it was a huge success because it was supported by the community and everyone had fun. And if you look at the UKC today, from a one weekend or one day event na buong araw ngayon they hold it two to three times a year three and days. then week e- oh di ba tapos every weekend na siya kasi marami nang sumasali yeah. John please tell us how has visiting Sandman Promotions how has visiting the gyms how has, how is Davao treating you okay so yung ginawa ko kasi um, parang Philippine tour no I started mm. with La Union kasi yun yung pinakamalapit sa ano sa NCR uh, I to the gym nila Art Monis so nandoon mm. si Michael Dasmarinas, Pedro Taduran mm-hmm. and many more. Alam mo gusto ko lang talagang mabisita talaga si si Michael because alam naman natin yung nangyari sa laban and we mm. also saw how you know some people how, how they reacted alam mo may mga bashers may mm. mga masasamang mm. so i just wanted to go there and you know uh, let him feel na oy okay lang yan naiintindihan namin uh, mm. we are still proud of you and dito kami para sumuporta uh, you have nothing to be ashamed of wag ka tumigil ganyan so mm. you know he really appreciated it pati sila si Pedro nandoon din and the managers nila very fulfilling din for me so that was the first ano the first destination and then after that um pumunta naman ako sa Shorgao um kasi may isang boxing gym din doon it's SOS so shout out kay Mike mm-hmm. kay Natian 
um, just to visit the, the gym also kasi medyo naapektuhan din sila nung pandemic. Ang bread and butter nila yung mga turista. Tourist. Yung, so I just went there. Nung time na yon meron na akong merch. So namigay lang ako ng shirts and masks. Yun. And they were mm-hmm. very grateful naman. And very accommodating yung ano yung mga coaches natin doon. Even the owners. And then I went to ano na? Lensan, nakausap ko si JC Manangkil of Sanman Promotions. And yes, sir. Very accommodating. Nakanood na ako ng sparring nila. May mga amateur sila na pinapa, dinedevelop. Napakadami nilang boxers doon. Siguro, mm-hmm. ang, nakausap ko si JC, ah, si, uh, si JC, um, nasa 50 na yata boxers niya eh. It, it's a big, ano, it's a big boxing community inside sa Jensen. During this whole tour, how can you say, what can you say about the entire boxing community sa Pilipinas? Kasi, ang nakikita ng lagi ng mga tao is pag meron ng laban eh, di ba? Most, I mean, whether people admit it or not, what I keep telling uh, our audiences, people of the community na, what you see in events is just the surface na parang when you see events yun na yan may na naglalaban pero underneath all of that the underbelly the, the process okay it's a huge community of people and one of the things I'm very very proud of when it comes to the boxing community is how close-knit people are yun nga eh di ba ekonomismo nagsabi they're very accommodating they're very welcoming there's there's this there's this level of of camaraderie that is just present and ikaw like how was your experience training sa mga gyms na to. Like, how was the training? How was the environment? How were the people? It, it really felt like home. Hindi sila iba. Napafeel din nila sa akin na, you know, we appreciate you visiting, we appreciate yung mga merch and yung attention and the promo that I've been giving. So, kung paano rin sila sa akin, parang they, they're trying to give back also in their own little way. Makakwentuhan mo sila, makita mo yung how they train, yung training conditions nila, yung routine nila. Yung makita mo na pinaghihirap to, eh. Kaya, you know, I feel bad sometimes whenever I hear about, um, you know, may mga bashers, may mga trolls, ganyan. Like, you guys don't know what what these boxers are going through. Mahirap maging boxingero. And especially ngayong pandemic, mas konti yung laban, mas konti yung events. Mm. So, yun yung trabaho nila eh. If wala, wala silang laban, wala silang pera, wala silang kakainin. Mm. Nakusap ko nga si JC, of Sanma. Sabi ko sa kanya, o oh, paano yan? Uh, mas konti yung mga, ano, ma- mas konti yung mga events ngayon at uh, mm. mas mahirap makahanap ng laban for your boxers. Sabi niya, eh, ganun talaga. Uh, like any company, either i-release mo sila or maglabas ka ng sarili mong funds para to sustain mm. their ano, livelihood. And wala siyang nire-release. Lahat yan, kumakain pa din. Lahat yan, nag-iensayo pa din. And as much as he can, pinapalaban niya. Kaya kung makikita mo, yung mga Filipino boxers natin, maraming laban yan abroad. Yung galing mm. sa Sandman. Ha? Kahit na dito lang sa Jensen, kumagawa pa rin sila ng events. Kahit walang gate, kahit walang audience. Just just to mm. keep the boxers active. Kasi alam naman natin, inactivity yan ang isang mortal sin ng ano eh. Boxing. Maganda, maganda kung paano niya hinahandle yung ano, boxers niya. Oh, so, shout out to Sandman Promotions. Like, this Very is... Good, this is oh, di ba? Sobrang laking contribution yan. These are the things. These are the stories that not a lot of people know. Yan yung hindi masyadong naririnig ng tao, hindi masyadong nabibigyan ng attention, di ba? One of the things that I really um, noticed about 
the combat sports community okay encompassing all combat sports like when there are problems when there are challenges especially when it comes to survival and yeah lalo na ngayon uh, we're on lockdowns and gyms are closed diba it, it's rare for you to see high level athletes like big it's either they're, they will look for ways diba they're not yeah. gonna give up they're, if they're fighters in the ring they're fighters outside of the ring now they're gonna find ways to make a living yeah. The same goes for the coaches, same goes for the promotion. So yeah, so that's why that's why we do what we do to tell you the story, okay? to tell you that that this is what they're going through and they're survivors. Diba? These these are these are your modern day warriors, talaga. We're gonna talk more about that, but we will recap over the weekend UFC two sixty five. Like two fights really gave us like pano ba to? Sobra nakaka excite siya. So the first one is the win of Jose Aldo over Pedro Munoz. Tama ba Carl? Yeah. Pedro Munoz. Yeah, Pedro sleeper hit nitong pay-per-view na to eh, ba? Parang we were talking it's like, uy, may title fight pala ng heavyweight. Yung yeah, eh. <laughs> interim pala siya eh. Interim <laughs> pala siya. Oo oh, eh, so parang, diba, the si Francis Ngano just won like 4 months ago. So parang what's going on that may have it. So of course we all know how he felt disrespected by UFC. But going back to Jose Aldo and Pedro Munoz, how nice was it to see Jose Aldo in vintage form, diba? After a three-fight oh losing streak. Parang considering that he went down one weight class, and during the post-fight interview, he uh, gave credit to his boxing coach. Yeah. Para, mm. He gave credit to his boxing coach for improving his striking, and he was able to train with some amateur boxers in Brazil. So how? Diba, serendipitous na. So Brazil oh, won. Oh, diba, Brazil had a the Olympics. He was able to train with some amateur boxers. It showed in his last outing. Uh, the striking was way, way better. It complemented his Muay Thai. As with any Jose Aldo fight, you expect it to be very, very exciting. Only this time, he was methodical. He was more technical. Uh, in my so opinion. Patient, man. Yeah. And the vast, the vast improvement can be attributed to the way that he was able to adjust to the new weight class. Then um, now he's on the road to to redeeming himself. It, it took a while, pero ayan. And then we go to the main event, Cyril Gunn versus Derek Lewis. I was actually rooting for Derek Lewis because he's. I thought Lewis would win, man. Oh, I mean, technically, I, I really, we all really saw thought. how really good si Gan was. Pero ako parang ah, di manahot lang yun. Si si ano naman si si Derek Lewis is one of the premier I hindi man sorry hindi pala icon one of the premier characters of the UFC. Yeah. In one punch knockout guy to it's uh, in the heavyweight division. Tapos yeah. sobrang oh, last trip nice kasi siya. Diba? Oh, oh the best one-liners in UFC history for me. One of the best yeah, one-liners. Yeah. Cyril Gunn is a more well-rounded fighter. He Super is yeah. he's more well-rounded. He's lighter. Pero syempre yeah. kasi, the one thing that you go watch Derek Lewis for is the unpredictability. Eh. He could be losing four rounds and then knock you out in the Nothing, fifth round. Man. Yeah. Union Union story ni Derek Lewis. Yeah. Isang ganun lagi yung nangyayari. You so, remember everyone... that this dude uh, went for a takedown tapos in uppercut lang. Si ano, si... Uh... <laughs> Yun yung recent niya na knockout. Yung recent niya, di ba? Curtis Blades. Curtis, Curtis Blades. Blades. Like, went for, na- went for a takedown, in-uppercut niya. Puta, tulog. Tulog, so, man. Face plan. Grabe. So everyone is kind of, everyone was kind of expecting that from Derek Lewis. It just so, Oh, it just so happened that Cyril Gunn had a different game plan, which was perfect. Okay? Every time that Derek Lewis would want to go for a clinch, uh, he didn't really engage. He would use utilize the cage and then get out of it. Yun yeah. medyo, ano niya. And then one thing that his ability to maneuver out of uh, Derek Lewis's range. 
Si Derek yeah. Lewis kasi counter puncher. Most of his knockouts counter punching eh. Papapasok ka, sasalubungin ka niya. Ang ginawa ni Cyril Gunn, he would wait until Derek Lewis was gonna be pinned by the cage and then that's the only time that he will strike. Uh, yeah. He was also uh, able to take advantage of his reach kasi a lot of the leading uppercuts were there. Leading uppercuts, the moment na magda-duck in si Derek Lewis, sasalubungan niya ng follow-up sure. elbow. So it was a very good sequence. Third round TKO win for Cyril Gunn. So it's gonna be interesting right. how this unification bout will 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 play out. How do you guys like an interim title? I mean... Nobody, nobody kind of likes it, de ba? the last time I saw an interim title the UFC was na heavyweight, as si Berduma at si Hanchong oh, laban. It's a business it's a thing na lang eh. Oh, oh, it's a Dana White thing na lang eh. It's a Dana White thing. Para para lang masabi niya sa'yo na, oy, hindi ka ano. May title. Parang, uh, oh, okay. So, heavyweight ka, <laughs> pero ang leverage na sa business pa rin. Number one contender ka eh. Oo. Oo, the boxing number one. Okay. So, other than than those two fights, okay, we are going to wrap up the Olympic stints of our pambansang kamaos, okay? So, we're gonna talk yes. about Nesty Petesho, Carlo Paalam, and Yumir Marshall. We're gonna talk about Nesty first. And then, the semifinals bout against uh, Irma Testa, okay, from uh, Testa is from Italy, kung, uh, if, I'm, if I remember correctly. One thing that, that I really like about this fight was nakita natin yung determination ni Nesty. Nesty is an aggressive forward fighter. So, medyo his, her, her style is all about aggression. Her style is all about right. cutting angles, volume punching. John, like when you were watching this, how were you able to see what were the winning points of Nesty on this fight? Yung constant pressure niya and yung conditioning niya, yung nagdala. Alam na natin na he can punch. Uh, she can punch. Alam natin na she has boxing skills. But yung nagbit-bit niya, same intensity from round one to round three. Sobrang consistent niya. And she was not being reckless. Kahit na bumabanat siya, yung depensa niya nandun pa din. And hindi siya nagtitake ng risks na hindi kalkulado. Ang ano naman kasi, ang napansin ko naman kay Nesty for this fight, so this this is the complication of amateur boxing. You could be facing different, you are going to face different opponents each round. So you don't really have much time okay, to, to adjust, to mm. scout, to ano, diba? So this is one thing that we learned from Charlie Suarez. So shout out to our friend Charlie Suarez. Um, Charlie. You have limited time. Oh, yon. So, so here, you have very limited time to adjust or scout or even scout your opponent. So one thing, mm. one adjustment that I really like Nesty, what Nesty did was from her previous fight, she was the aggressor for this one. She maintained that I totally agree, agreed, uh, totally agree she maintained the level of aggressiveness, aggressiveness. However, it was very calculating in the sense that she was more of a counterpuncher. Because Testa was pushing forward. Ang style ni Testa was to like bully down on, on Nesty. Nesty was able to capitalize on that by moving around, using her footwork, and every time that Testa would push forward, she would make Testa pay with combinations of her own. Hindi lang siya yung, kumbaga, from forward aggression, counter-punching aggression ang ginawa ni Nesty for this fight. For me, the X factor for that fight was T's ability not to be bullied around by Testa. Kasi Testa was very, she wanted the fight to be dirty. Eh. Especially pag napansin niya, panoorin niyo yung laban. There were times na pinagbe-break na sila, the referee would say, stop, Testa won't stop punching. Favorite sequence, right, right. Diba? Favorite sequence ko dun eh. Sabi ni referee, stop. Eh, hindi siya pumagitan. Sumuntok pa ng isa si Testa. Ginawa ni Nesty, sumuntok din siya ng isa pa. <laughs> it's ano eh. This, uh, these Do are the... Do those things score? Or no? No, no. no. Inside, diba? 
Pangalan oh, lang siya. Pero, pang, oh, hindi, pinakita oh, niya lang talaga kay Testa na you can't fuck with me. Yun yung sinabi niya. Parang yeah, it's her yeah. subtle way of telling no, Testa, you can't fuck with me. I'm not, I'm not scared yeah. of you. Kasi that small sequence alone won her that fight for me. Para sa akin, ah, that, that, that psychological bullshit na ginawa ni Testa. Kasi, kasi it was a clear break. If you don't believe me, watch the fight again. It was a clear break. Second round to. Clear break. Sabi ng referee, stop. So tumigil si Nesty, hands down siya. Ginawa ni Testa, sinuntok niya ng pasampal. Yun yung mga, pa- kumbaga, it's the equivalent of a trash talk in, in basketball. Eh. So nung, or stop, so, don't slap. Oh, so sinampal siya or sinuntok niya si Nesty, nag-warning yung referee. So yung referee sabi, stop warning. Si Nesty wouldn't have any of it. Sinuntok niya. Hindi siya nakinig sa referee, sinuntok din niya. Ulit. Yung mga ganong maliliit na adjustments, okay? It sends a message to your opponent that it, it's her way of telling her opponent na parang fuck you, hindi ako gulit, hindi ako takot sa'yo. No, hindi ako papabuli sa'yo. So that won her that fight. To this huge antip- anticipation towards the, uh, what do you call this? Towards the finals bout with, ano, si Sena Iri. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they've faced each other before. We were, if you were an, a Petesho fan, makikita mo, they've faced each other before. John, your uh, thoughts on the finals bout? Kasi, if I'm not mistaken, um, 2-1, two, uh-huh. fights before parang 2 1 sila in favor of uh, Iri and it, ito naman you know this this uh, Japanese fighter si Iri nga is very young I think she's in her 20s pa lang parang ganon it was a very 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 close fight like the the old Nesty siya, siya, na, siya naman yung aggressor and um, Iri uh, was boxing from from a distance using her jab effectively medyo pinipick apart na si Nesty through ano eh talagang boxing jabs mm. yung mga tapos movement so i think it's it's a ma- it boils down to ano eh a matter of preference anong mas gusto mo mm. yung constant pressure or clean jabs or yung mga power punches ni Nesty na mas konti pero dito naman sa kabila sa Japanese fighter na to she, she moved really well and she took advantage of the ano yung mga angles na while while she was being uh, pressured by Nesty and and it, it, it like I said, it boils down to preference. And I really can't be mad with the decision. Hindi ko masasabi na luto. Hindi ko masasabi na it was a fair decision. It could have gone either way. Totally agree. Ako, even on my social media post, sabi ko, it could have gone either way. I tried to watch it all over again. I slightly gave it nga to Nesty for like one point nga lang halos eh. Diba? I, I do, syempre, I, I do my best not to be biased when it comes to watch. You you get a more rational and a more objective view of watch of, of scoring fights if you keep watching it over and over again. Yeah. Um, right. g- slightly gave it. Ganun din. Uh, split decision to Nesty. You really have to give it to Iri in terms of capitalizing on her reach advantage. Yes. Correct. Reach advantage, footwork, angles. There's one thing that we keep echoing the community, our audience, is the way fighters use angles. Kasi iba, maganda yung, maganda yung utilization yun. And she was able to shut down Nesty's game by fighting from the outside. And whenever Nesty would come forward diba, and play her game, she would shut it down by clinching. It wasn't just mm. clinching for the sake right, of right. clinching. It was very methodical and systematic. Like uh, While I was watching it, I ko, fuck, ang galeng. Sabi ko, tang ina, ang galeng. Ang galeng. <laughs> Kasi, pang break siya ng momentum. Okay? If you're, for... for uh, I mean, the strategy, strategy niya yun. Al- alam niyang medyo na umiinit na si Nesty, tsaka siya kiklinch. You know, it, it's, ang pangit na panoorin. Pero, if you're the fighter, 
and I'm gonna win because of this, I'm gonna do it. Fuck it's yeah. Very smart, huh? in, yeah. In, this is for the this is for the gold medal. So lahat ng pwede, yun yun eh. uh, as audiences kasi, we want it to be spectacular, we want yeah. it to be entertaining, uh, 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 we yeah, want yeah. To, Oh, yun. Pero pero at the end of the day, you have to win. Okay? Yeah. It doesn't it's matter. Siya for the diba? spectacle, diba? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter kung ano, diba? That's why people love and hate Floyd Mayweather, diba? Kasi it's the same <laughs> thing. It's the same it's the thing. Same thing yeah. Can I just say, ito yung makikita mong difference between amateur boxing and, and professional boxing. Uh, alam natin na at the end of the day, this is a business, this is entertainment. But with amateur boxing, pag nakanalo ka na ng silver or ng gold, wala na silang pakialam kung boring yung fights mo before. Pero kung mm-hmm. professional ka, kahit manalo ka ng belt, kung ang boring ng fights mo, how can you sell? Yeah. How can you sell take? How can oh, yeah. you sell yeah. paper? Another fight yeah. in the future. Yeah. That's 100%. 100% true. And one thing that mm. Eri did to shut down Nesty was she knew that when Nesty gets into a groove and gets to a certain rhythm, mahirap na siyang pigilin. The way Nesty sets up her shots is with her ability to gain momentum and rhythm. May rhythm ang mga fighters eh. So, like second round, sinabi ko talaga, medyo nagkakamot na ako ng ulo. Sabi ko, fuck, kuha niya yung rhythm ni Nesty. Hindi niya pinapasetup. Hindi niya talaga pinapasetup. Right. Nesty was really doing well. I gave mm. Nesty round 2 and 3 actually. Like slightly, slightly above nga ng round 3. Feeling ko yun yung nagpapanalo kay Nesty. Pero you cannot discount the fact that she wasn't really able to land good shots because every time that yeah. she would set up, she would only release probably 2 to 3 punches. Tapos biglang nakukuha ni Iri yung ano, nakuha ni Sena Iri yung timing when to clinch. Nakakainis siya panoorin but then again, it was enough for her to win that fight. Now, Nesty Pitesho gets the silver medal. Here's one thing. Okay, everyone's going to watch and listen to this. This is Nesty Pitesho's Olympic debut, okay? This is her first exactly. time here. And she's the first woman to get a silver medal in the Olympics. And they let that sink in, okay? Yes. The best damn, part of it. Damn good, diba? Oh, naman, diba? And, <laughs> and, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't an easy task. For me, one of the best parts is she's gonna be there 2024. She's still young. She, she's motivated. She's determined. She's gonna be there for 2024. She, she can, she can, and she will redeem herself 2024. Baka 2028, nandyan So many good things that, that's, that's, uh, coming her way. There are so many people that are showing her love and support now. Uh, one thing, this is like a combat sports weekly exclusive. Um, prior to it being announced, special shout out and thank you so much to Ovia Land for giving Nesty Petesho a house in Candelaria. Okay. Sobrang. Wow. As in, Wow. As in, super happy. As in, uh, one of the things, because because they reached out and then they said, okay. uh, "Do you have a contact with Nesty?" Sabi ko, sabi ko, yeah, kaya yan. And this was during her bronze medal, palanga. Ah. This is not okay. because of the. I, I want to make this clear. It's not because of the silver medal or the finals finish. Bronze palang. Okay, bronze palang. Ovia Land already committed that house, yes. and they're probably wow. the first. Okay, they're the first company to commit something. Hey, wanna just put it out there. Ovia Land committed that. They're the, probably the first to commit something to Nesty. While everyone else, I mean, let's just be realistic. I'm not putting shade or hate on everybody. Pero while everyone else was was not yet putting attention on Nesty, yeah. the they people, the great... Yeah. Oh, diba? So, Ovia Land saw her efforts. Uh, she brought pride to the country. They said they want to support her, give her a house. Okay? So, thank you so much to Ovia Land for doing that and then of course yun nga 
then every everything followed na then we'll go to Carlo Paalam Carlo Paalam then very very ano yes. from Bukidnon then Cagayan de Oro then became part of the national pool fight with uh, Tanaka John let me know your thoughts absolute masterclass <laughs> yung fight niya with Tanaka power speed control imposibleng matalo siya dito from start to finish kinain niya ng buhay si Tanaka bro mm. as in ang flawless yung performance niya doon kaya sabi ko after this wala na siyang ano wala na siyang competition dito tinalo na rin niya yung number one eh mm-hmm. so sabi ko sa kanya si Carlo sobrang taas ng confidence niya sa sarili niya he delivers kung ano yung game mm-hmm. plan nila whatever it is nagagawa niya and he never lost composure hindi siya mm-hmm. naging careless it was a, an absolute masterclass wala akong masabi and I'm sure, pati si Tanaka, alam niya, naintindihan niya na talo siya. Makikita mo sa body language niya after the fight. Like, uh, oh, no, man. <laughs> the diba? third round, puto, parang si, si Paalam, parang okay pa eh. Parang ready pa siya for the next round. Si Tanaka, puto, parang naka, nakahandusay na siya doon sa corner niya eh. So, ang ganda ng combinations ni Carlo nung ano, kay Tanaka. Ang ganda ng combinations. Three, four punch combinations. Pasok lahat. He mixed it up. Body shots. Head shots hooks with head movement while he was doing it. Counter-attacks ni Tanaka, wala, hangin, gloves, blocks, ganyan. So, block lahat. It was just an, ano, a, a great display of boxing. If you're a purist, ang ganda panoorin nun. Carlo Paalam's ability to combine great footwork and head movement. Sobrang linis niya gumalaw. Okay, sobrang linis niya gumalaw. And how did the... Uh, how was he able to do that? It was years and years of practice. It was years and years of training. This guy has been boxing since he was like nine years old. He's been wow. in the local amateur scene since he was like nine years old. As in competitively fighting at nine. Yun nga, maganda rin na di na ako magtataka kung maji Jessica Soho o kaya may MMK din yung buhay nito kasi, di ba? Ano yun eh? He's, he's a scrapyard. Oo, di ba? So, so, came from poverty. Then now, he won the silver medal. Then the quotes, diba? If you go to Page Boxing Corner, he was there was a post there na pinakita niya yung symbolism of his silver medal. It was a story of about his roots. So come check it out and have a better understanding of his story. Now going back to the Tanaka fight, it was very methodical and he was confident with his movement. It was it was quickness, it was speed. And that led to a finals appearance with Great Britain's um Ikaw muna, John. Ikaw muna. What do you think of the finals, um, one? finals match? We, we all saw the knockdown during the first round. Mm. I, I think it happened siguro uh, mga gitna na nung round eh. Mga ganun. Uh, in my opinion, Carlo was winning the round prior to the knockdown. Alam natin, you know, this is what makes boxing exciting and fun to watch. You never know what's gonna happen. And, uh, you know, this is part of the game. This is part of uh, the fight game. Talagang tinamaan lang talaga si Carlo. Prior to that, he boxed really well. Kung paano yung movement niya, Tanaka, it was there. Makikita mo eh. But then, you know, he was hit with a, a straight. Uh, talagang nasaktan din si Carlo. Kaya nakita natin knockdown. And I think hmm. that changed the pace of the fight. Tama rin naman, uh, nagbago eh. Nagbago yung uh, galaw ni, ni Carlo because... Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a fighter, alam mo na gusto mong bumawi eh. Especially in the Olympics, in the amateurs, tatlong round lang yan eh. Pag talo ka na ng isa, that's already 30% of the fight. So in the bag na yun, isa, dal- kailangan mo na manalo the next 
two, two rounds, second and third yep. round. So malaking bagay yon na nakuha agad ni ano ni Yafai yung yung round na yon. But I, I give Carlo Palam all the credit in the world. Lumaban siya hanggang sa huli. He really want he still fought to win. He didn't fight to survive. He fought to win pa din. So third round clear, second round pwede mong isipin, pwede mong sabihin debatable, it could have gone either way. Pero ako, for me, slight edge to paalam. But I really can't be mad at the decision. These are both aggressive fighters. They both went guns blazing talaga. Like, first round pa lang, kita mo na kagad, they fought at the center of the ring. Now, this is mm-hmm. something that we've been breaking down. So, we, we when the titos of fighting are breaking down fights, this is what tactics, this is where strategy come into play. Yafai knew that he he needed to complement, uh, he needed, so what he literally did, okay, if you watch the fight, especially the first two rounds, okay, this is where strategy and tactics come into play. This was the game plan. If he got it the first two rounds, iba na yung gagawin niya on the third round. So, this is where you see high-level amateur boxing. So, first, for those who are, who are gonna watch and listen to this, a knockdown in amateur boxing is equivalent to one point. Okay? So let's oh. not attribute the knockdown. Oh, okay. So one point lang yan. Uh, oh. A lot of people are putting so much into the knockdown eh. Okay? Pero oh, it's in amateur yun. boxing. Oh, oh. So pro 10-8 kagad yun. But in like what we saw, okay? Just like what John said, had it not been for that knockdown, Carlo would have won that round. Kasi when you look at the scorecards after the first round, it was 10-9. Maliit lang talaga yung advantage. So, muntik pang, uh, ano, muntik pang mag, mag 9-9 ata yun eh, di ba? There's a possibility. Just so happened talaga na Yafai had a better game plan. There's no question that both of these fighters are really good. It's just a matter of tactics and strategy. Yafai knew that Carlo Paalam likes to operate at the center of the ring. So, what he did was, sinalubong niya center of the ring si Paalam. Now, while Paalam was unloading punches, he was defending. He was blocking, he was defending. But what what you guys need to watch is how he was able to pin Paalam through the ropes. The ropes. Ang naging strategy niya, first two rounds, push him towards the ropes, push him towards the corner, then unload. Kasi every time na sinabayan niya si Paalam at the center of the ring, he would lose that exchange. Paalam had his range, Correct. Paalam had his timing. So what did he do? He started pushing him towards the ropes. He started pushing him off the, 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 the corners. Kasi since he's the taller fighter, it would take more effort for Carlo Paalam to weave out. Siyempre, maganda yung defense, maganda yung movement ni, ni Paalam. That would be to his advantage if he stayed at the center of the ring. So what do you do? How do you negate something like that? Even if you uh, uh, watch the fight again and then listen to the corner, marinig mo yung corner nila, sinasabi, push him, push him, push him. So, it's, the, ano nene, it's their subtle way of saying, push him towards the ropes, push him towards the corner. And every time that that happened, dun nawawala yung rhythm ni Paalam. Kasi now, his back is against the corner, his back is against the ropes. From from offense, nagsuswitch siya to defense. Defense. So that switch to defense gives Yafai, oh, oh, so th- that gave Yafai like enough time to unload a few punches and score points. Momentum and rhythm, confidence, nakayafay na. Pero you have to give Paalam that level of that, that, that respect kasi hindi siya, most fighters who get knocked down nararattle. They go on defensive Correct. mode. Si Paalam, he still went on the offensive. As in, game, <laughs> doon nakita ang gamer tong taon to. Nakipagsabayan pa rin. Nakipagsabayan pa rin. Lumabang pa rin. That probably scored him the 10-9 round. Nakita nung judges na while other fighters nararattle, they turn defensive, they just run around. Hindi. Paalam went, 
center of the ring, banged with Yafai. So Galil Yafai probably did not expect that. Turned up the heat come second round. He was probably instructed, you have you bagged the first round, second round, you have to maintain your intensity or even naging aggressive siya and pushing paalam towards the ropes. Uh-huh. As in, that was, that was the entire second round. He scored points on that second round. And then third round, he knew that he had two rounds in the bag. Nag-relax na siya. Yun na. He, wala eh. Talagang nakita niya. Ah, okay, two rounds in the bag. Ano na to? Ano na ako dito? I'll maintain. Tain. I'll clinch. I'll probably defend. If he gets the first, if he gets the third round, okay lang din. Panalo pa rin ako two rounds to one. So I'd still get the gold. So this is where you see tactic, strategy come into play. Like what John said, this is something that Carlo Paalam cannot be ashamed of. It was a huge finish. Another medal for the fin- for the Philippines. And it's yes, going to be there 2024. Bata pa to eh. I think people really need to understand that ang laki pa na improvement ng boxers natin eh. Yes! Yan! Tamas Tito Carl dyan. 23 pa lang to. Oo eh. Parang ang laki ng pressure sa kanila. And it's it's just unfair kasi there's so much more room to grow. And so, like, it'll be sweeter when we get the gold. Of that kind of ano siya, eh. So I 23, think. so by 2024, 26 pa lang siya. So oh, diba? <laughs> yes. eh. so, sobrang, ano ba to? Not everybody's John Jones, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone's John Jones. Iba naman kasi si John Jones, but iba specimen naman yun. Then speaking of knockouts in the amateur scene, we are going to go Yumir Marshall, okay? one of the more colorful characters of the amateur boxing scene in the Philippines. So he goes and knocks out Arman Darchinian. Kwento mo, kwento mo dyan. Kwanong, how did you find uh, the Yumir fight against Darchinian? Textbook combination yung ginawa niya, bro. Uh, parang I think jab, straight, hook yun eh. Ang perfect no execution niya on the button. Talagang night-night. Kahit sino natamaan nun, matutulog eh. Uh, perfect timing, perfect form. Text, textbook talaga. Sobrang textbook. So, ako nagulat ako. Nung nakita ko, sabi ko, okay lang kaya tong batang to. Kasi, grabe eh. Kahit, kahit siguro kalabaw matutumba dun eh. Makalakas <laughs> 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 suntok na yun. Kahit anong padding ilagay mo dyan, makakatutunight-night ka talaga doon. Again, everyone, so sa lahat ng manonood at makikinig to, the next time your boxing trainer says, jab straight hook, gawin nyo na lang. Okay? Gawin nyo na lang. Kasi it works. It, okay, it, it works. works. Uh... Yumir Marshall proved it's a very good setup. It opens up possibilities for a knockout. And if you do it well, and you do it well enough, you're gonna knock out someone. With the additional padding in the amateur boxing scene and in, in amateur boxing, you have more padding towards the knuckles and your entire hand. For Yumir Marshall to knock out someone, it simply shows that he has that knockout power. Okay? He, he he possesses that knockout power. See, Yumir, he's also a banger. He loves to put he loves to put on a show. He wants to entertain his fans. Nakipagsabayan siya. If you watch the exchanges, nakipagsabayan siya. Yumir is that guy. Um, and a small trivia. Armand Darchinian's tito is Vic Darchinian. So, feeling ko yung mga Darchinian galit na sa mga Pilipino kasi Vic Darchinian was knocked out by Nonito Donaire. Hook na naman. Uh, so, kaliwang hook yung kay Vic. Kanang hook yung kay Arman. So, so huge victory for Yumir Marshall on that one which led him to a semifinal show that guaranteed him the bronze, I think. And then, 
semifinal showdown against Alexander Kizhniak. John, let us know your thoughts about that fight. Nung nakita, I, I already know, I, I watched yung, ano, yung style niya. Para siyang, para siyang si Golovkin. Yeah. Forward lang ng forward. Sobrang ganda ng chin. Hindi napapagod. Robot talaga. Nung nakita ko si Yumir first round, nakipagsabayan na siya. Medyo, meron akong, medyo kinabahan ako. Kasi, hindi ko alam if kaya isustain ni Yumir yung ganong volume ng punches from first to third round. Kasi, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, you know, every every fighter, di ba? There's always someone who has your number. Meron kang hindi yeah. mananockout. Nagkataon lang na yung mga binato ni Yumir, hindi pumasok. At kung may pumasok mm-hmm. man, kinain ng buo ni, ano, ni Kiznia. Yumir had the right game plan, pero feeling ko, mas yung laban nung kalaban yung nilaro niya eh. Mm. I, I think it Agree. would have been better uh, if he boxed more. Kasi nga, mal- malakas yung chin eh. Hindi naubusan. Mm. I- kung mapapansin mo, Yumir was throwing body shots. Kasi alam mm. natin it would pay dividends siguro sa second or third round. Pero nakita natin parang walang nangyari. Kasi ganun mm. natiba yung kalaban. But, yeah. you know, it- Yumir had a-, a good game plan. Yun lang talaga. Two is a different, ano. Um, it just didn't work dito sa fighter nito because iba din siya but nakita din naman natin yung finals uh, match na knockout ito mm-hmm. si robot so mortal mm-hmm. pala siya so ibig mm-hmm. sabihin you know kung meron lang pumasok talaga na you know on the button you may could have you know fought for the gold medal but uh, that's boxing styles make fights si Yumir uh, wala wala tayong masabi diyan he's there to entertain kahit amateur person is there to entertain he wanted to put on a show and talagang slugfest it was very entertaining to watch uh, all the credit in the world to Yumir sobrang tapang uh, until the end he was punching was banging until the end so uh, congratulations to Yumir Marshall Carl pag pinanood mo yung laban na yon okay I did I would watch it it's awesome man sobrang forward movement sobrang sakto sobrang sakto yung sinabi niya parang parang may kalaban na robot sin para siyang bully ba it, it, Yumir Marshall versus Alexander Kizniak is probably the best fight I've seen in the Olympics this oh, uh, this really? edition. Yeah. There's so many there's so many fights. Okay, let's go from the lightest weight division down to the heavyweights. This is the best display the best. of yeah, entertainment yeah. amateur boxing ever. So you got a guy who just kept pressing forward. Yeah, he wasn't afraid afraid of Yumir. He thought that he could bully down Yumir. And that's exactly what uh, he did. He kept moving forward. As in, puto nagtataka ako. Sabi ko, ang dami na binabato ni Yumir. Oh, Parang para siya Terminator, he... man. Yeah. And does he keep it up, di ba? Exactly. Sobra. <laughs> Tapos talagang kung ano yung bato ni Yumir, wala. Forward lang. Ta- y- yun, th- th- it's, it's, it's not just training. This is mental toughness at its finest. Yeah. Yumir naman. Yumir didn't want to back down. If there's one thing I'm gonna give props mm-hmm. to Yumir for, it was that. He didn't back down. I wish exactly. I'm gonna echo what John said. I wished he boxed more. I wish he would he would just move around. Cause Yumir has really good footwork. He has really good defense. But right. this is the difference between a fighter and a boxer. Yumir Marshall is a fighter. He didn't he didn't back right. down. If you want to slug fest, I'm gonna slug with you. Mm. I mean the exchanges that they did. It wasn't a sloppy slugfest. It was still no, methodical. No. It was very technical. Ang was, ganda uh, ng laban. Very technical. the entire time I was watching. I was like, what the fuck? Paano mo i-judge to? Oh, actually. Para siya, ano ba? Para siya, 
world title professional fight. Ganun yung level. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? Ang ganda nung laban na to. I, I wish everyone's watching this right now. This is a slugfest done in the amateur level. Okay? I don't understand how nobody was KO'd there, actually. Exactly. Sobrang condition yeah, lang sila. Sobrang condition tong dalawang to. Antibay nung ano nila. Anong in view of that lang, let me ask, how big is the difference with the padding ba? Is that one of the things uh, that makes a difference? Oh, yeah, you probably have 20-30% more padding. Malaki. Malaki, malaki. Kaya nga sabi ko, pa, di ba inuulit-ulit ko, pangit na tignan sa replay. <laughs> Kasi makikita mo yung, <laughs> yung, 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 mo yung gloves gumaganon. Parang kala mo walang sudo. Parang kala mo yung punching with it. If I had to give a, give a slight edge to to Kizniak, he had a better gas tank. Yeah, that was it. He had better gas tank. Yeah. And, But um, to, to be fair, and, um, Yumir won the first two rounds. For, yes, yes. Oh, he did? Okay. He did. Pero dun sa third round, shout out siya eh. And then yung first mm. two rounds, hindi nag-agree yung judges, although napunta sa kanya. Mm. And nag up yung scores, panalo si, ano, his niyak, 3-2, di ba? Uh-oh. Kaya nga sabi ko, how the hell are they going to judge this? So, first mm. two rounds talaga, this was the time where in first two rounds, sinabi, even the international commentators were saying, first two rounds are for Martial, but he's not yet out of the woods. So I said, fuck mm. yes. Sabi ko, tayo na grabe to eh. Kasi anything could happen. Yung second round, sobrang hati yung judges. Sobrang hati yung judges na second round mm. to the point na hindi rin clear cut. Tal- parang it was a hairline round for uh. Yumir. So third round, nag-maintain. Medyo, medyo nag-fade ng first half si Yumir. Picked it up in the yeah. second half. It was a super close fight. Now, mas clear. Mas clear yung sa third round. Pinakita lang talaga ni Kizniak na mas consistent siya. Consistently performing from first round to third round. That was it. That was probably the only thing that won him that fucking fight. That was the only yes. thing for me. Ah. Kasi if you're going to count punch per punch and if we're going to score it per round, uh, Yumir threw cleaner shots. Yumir was able to score the shots that mattered. Pero yun nga, Medyo, that's how boxing goes talaga. That's, that's, the, that's the heartbreak and the ano, fighting. Pero yun nga eh, he was able to bust up Kizniak. So busted yeah. nose. As in, bali yung ilong ni Kizniak. Pero yung ikat niya, no? San galing yun? And they, uh, they, they clashed heads in the first round. Okay. So it was a small cut sa hairline ni Marshall. Pero at least it wasn't enough. It wasn't big enough to stop the fight. Actually, kinabahan na ako dun eh. Pero, pero okay pa rin daw. Doctors uh, cleared him. Okay, this is a g- huge factor for who's gonna watch and listen to this. Kasi makikita nyo ngayon yung effect niyan sa susunod na laban. So, swollen hands for sure yun si Kizniak because of the volume oh, of the punches that he needed to, to take out Yumir and Yumir was still yeah. standing. Diba? Minimal damage sa mukha ni, ano, ni Yumir eh. Kasi mm-hmm. after a few days, nakita ko sa Instagram stories niya, nagja-jogging na siya uli eh. Diba? <laughs> Kizniak, on the other hand, had a swollen face and a broken nose. Now, broken yon, okay. Broken nose to. Bali yung ilong niya. Then he had a cut above the Did nose bridge. Uh, He's going to take that towards the gold medals match, uh, gold medal match against uh, Herbert Souza. Herbert Souza knocked him out in the first round. Herbert Souza, if you're watching this, you have to send a thank you message to Yumir Marshall. Okay, <laughs> send, okay tell him. Thank, okay, mutual obrigado, Yumir Marshall. Less than a hundred percent. Oh, so Kishniak came into that bout tired, with that, uh, fatigued, damaged. Okay. 
Yumir Marshall practically served the gold medal kay Suza on a, on a platter. Na parang, oh, bugbug na to. <laughs> okay ka na. <laughs> bugbug na to. Okay ka na. Ito na yung gold mo. I really hope that this is a testament to the improvements of amateur boxing through the years. Yeah. Um, I'd like to ask yes. both of you, uh, we'll start off with Tito Carl. I can't help but feel for Onyok eh. Di ba? Oh yeah, we all yeah, know that story. You've been you've been a journalist and you've seen yeah, sports through the years. Like, what? Yeah, it it was like uh, more to me because I'm not a sports journalist, right? So it was more to me like a pop culture cautionary tale because I inabutan na si Onyo as his showbiz career na tipong um so he had no skills as an entertainer much, right? But he was uh he was an Olympian and he was this popular boxer. So more of that, parang behind that was always yung story niya of being parang left out or shut out from the actual sporting scene. And as a cautionary tale, actually, I'd like to just throw it back to you guys. And tipong, if he had not become such a parang cautionary or major tragic story in terms of sports, would he have had the kind of showbiz and pop culture impact he had eventually? Parang, would he have Hindi. gone to that? Hindi. Would he have needed no. to go there, diba? No, I think the huge reason why he became an artista was because of his Olympic na of his Olymp uh because of his Olympic feet. During that time, walapan social media, then everyone's mm. on television. It was mm. it was kind of the money route, diba? While you're still hot, parang, parang everyone wants ito. you. Oh, diba? Everyone wants uh, a piece of you. They going na natin to, diba? Going na natin to. Pero as with anything else in television, things fade. Malala uska. Yeah, very, very. Uh, I think we have to find a new term for ano for that. Fade would probably be the best term because yung malala us parang medyo ang pangit na talaga pakinggan eh. Uh, yeah. so, diba? Medyo... No, it's like it's like often the just the um, parang expiry date ng mga showbiz people. Like it's fifteen minutes and then. Usually that's it for you, John. But if, if I'm not mistaken, see, si, ano si si Onyok is um, now with the parang consulting nasa sa Philippine team eh. Yeah. Um, mm. oh. And uh, comedic ano niya kung celebrity career niya. Uh, I was able to talk to uh, Coach Roel, yung kapatid ni Onyok, who's also an Olympian mm. and a bronze medalist sa boxing, 1992 Barcelona. Um, sa, sabi ko, Coach. Uh, si yung kapatid niyo ba talaga bang nakakatawa siya? Yan ba talaga personality niya sa bahay? Paano kayo? Ano? Mm. Sabi niya, ganun, kumpara siya sa TV, ganun siya sa totoong buhay. So, sabi oh, niya, nice. nagulat, talagang nakita niyang nagkaroon ng showbiz career. So, okay. ayan, parang ano lang, inside scoop. <laughs> so, did Oy, he take okay to yun, the ah, comedy okay career? Na. Oh, ang ganda na exclusive mo, ah. Um, did he take to the comedy career as a tipong, uy, mag-comedy ka naman, oh, was there anything na he was hesitant about tipo ay nakakatawa ako pero baka hindi ko kaya pag nakuon na yung ilaw something like that like buod po daw kasi loob ni Onyok eh na pumasok sa showbiz na opportunities okay. talagang eh bumenta rin eh Bum- hindi natin masisi kasi bumenta din talaga eh and you know hmm. effective din siya sa ano sa sa market uh, with all the accolades that the boxers are getting now and i was like fuck if Onyok was if Onyok won the silver medal today he today, didn't really had to yes. go through showbiz so, because apparently, uh, yun nga, that was that was like a, a that was like the bitter news back then, eh. and hindi din siya masadong na cover na Onyok didn't really receive yung mga incentives that he was promised. Oh, oh yeah, ba? Everything else. Eon, another question I want to ask the both of you. Hey, okay, uh, Carl will will can will start sure. off with Carl is the attention that these boxers are getting. Mm-hmm. I mean, sige, lat hindi na lang yung boxers, the athletes. 
diba? from Hidelin to EJ to Carlo, diba? especially the ones who are homegrown, the attention that they're getting w- with their accomplishments in, in the Olympics today, diba? is this a positive or a negative reflection of how Filipinos are when it comes to... Kasi, diba? in reference yeah. to pop culture, Filipinos love winners and... Diba ang daling sabihin na tayo kasi that, oh, diba tayo kasi masaya tayo for them nananalo sila aiba diba nung nagte-training sa PSE uh, yeah, yeah. everyone's like um dick riding on their popularity now mm-hmm. kasi wala eh sikat na sila eh diba sila. and and nakakatawa nga eh the best nga talaga oh diba nakakatawa yung ad ni Orokan na parang nasan nasan ba tayo nung nag struggle sila diba pero ngayon Orokan winner actually for that marketing grabe kasi parang like in terms of advertising and marketing uh, your your products and your business it's all about catching people's attention and people's attention are on our athletes so the way that these athletes are getting attention now how should they manage the attention that they're getting now and not get polluted with the idea na this is going to last forever kasi they're getting the attention now because they're winning they have to make sure na for, for me lang ha, syempre as a coach I want them to maintain that level of focus so that they can perform better next time diba? someone has to tell them na what you're getting now okay, the floods the, the message flooding, the online, ask, ano, diba? the, the, the fake accounts, that, that, they, that will fade. Oh, diba? The attention will fade. Diba? You have to make sure that you stay focused because that's, diba? that will fade. That's going to go away. And if you stop winning, they stop coming. So let's start mm-hmm. with Carl. Um, I agree with everything you said, and you know, parang uh, there needs to be a sustainability to their like um, the fame. Eh. It's just attention, really. Because the the fame, uh, it rises and it, it falls. So if you have attention, and you can be relevant in several different ways, because we've we've seen just badly put, see Madonna can evolve herself in so many ways, di ba? Nung nung naganak nasa, totoong Madonna nasa. So in this way, understand athletes that this kind of social construct this social currency is as hard to train for or handle as your training so if you can hand it off to someone else that you trust that you can um give your resources and itong social social resources mo right now because like any resource Maubos siya kung hindi mo i-grow, kung hindi mo tanaman, kung hindi mo... Right now kasi you have the spotlight eh. So yung spotlight gumagalaw. If you have the spotlight, try to shine a light on your advocacies now and make it make them sustainable. That's why a lot of athletes and a lot of ano, who eventually coach, they set up charities, they set up organizations for the things that they love and that they that's close to their hearts, whether it's a cancer research or training grassroots so do that now and find the person whether it's a manager or sino ba yung example natin coach Ramos mga Ali Abdel Asismo kayan who is in your corner forever um, who will be a bulldog for your causes and para hindi mo naiisipin yun because like it or not this is a full time um, nurturing eventually your brand, I mean, it's such a corporate thing to say, pero it doesn't need to be a money-making thing. Pwede lang siyang yung sustainable yung passions mo, like charity or like um, directing your fame into avenues where you never thought they would be, you know, used for. Or kung may passion ka na, kunyari, boxer ka, 
Pero yung passion mo is, um, gawin mo na ngayon yun because they will buy anything that comes out of your mouth. I've seen this over and over again. Siguro give it a year or two, see how it fades or see how it rises. And I want them to strike while the iron is hot. So kung may mga in- endorsements na lumalapit, puhain nyo. You get a manager, kung wala man, you, you, siguro piliin din nila kung ano yung brands that really represent them. Kasi we don't want them to be compromising this for the sake of um, earning. Yan. So hmm. I want them to take advantage because itong mga athletes na to, ito na yung pinakahihintay nila. Eh. And mm-hmm. now that they're here, we don't want them to throw everything away naman. Or na mamismanage sila or matake advantage sila. So I just hope na yung whoever um, is handling them, na alagaan sila mabuti, na huwag silang... Um, kumbaga mapariwara kasi they have money now. We want them to stick to the craft, di ba? Maalala nila why they started and why they achieved itong mga accolades na to, yung recognition, etc. Because uh, marami pa eh. Meron pang 2024. Uh, but at the same time, itong mga nagpa-pledge, pakikulit, pakiremind, oy, asa niyo yung pledge mo? Pag hindi sila nag-reply, papadala ko ng demand letter, libre na. Yun. <laughs> Basta ma- makuha nila whatever ano, whatever was promised to them. And yun nga, ang sa akin, ang tampo ko lang dito sa mga big corporations. Uh, maganda yan, na nag-donate kayo, nag-pledge kayo. But, but sana naman, isustain nyo yan. Sana naman kung kailan nila mas kailangan. Five years ago, ten years ago, eight years ago, what have you. Um, kailangan talaga ng boxes natin ng funding. So kahit na walang clout, sana you know, you go out of your way to try to help out. Kaya ako, I have nothing but respect for MVP. Uh, wala akong connection dito, ah. wala akong dito paid advertisement. From the start, nandun talaga. Siya lang masasabi ko ng mga, sa mga malalaki na who was there from the start. Uh, kaya yun, the rest, hindi na masasabi, pero nagsulputan yan ngayon. Sana lang uh, ipagpatuloy nyo kasi maraming pang athletes eh. Parang feeling ko naubos lahat kay Hidulin. And mm. that is good, di ba? Pero there are also athletes naman na bigyan din natin. Kawawa naman yung iba. Uh, bigyan din ng um, mga pride yung ano, uh, bansa natin. And then, yun, I want them to invest wisely. Uh, wag sana sila magwaldas. And itong mga athletes na to, uh, I don't know if I told you, Franco, um, I used to train then with the Philippine team. Nakikisali mm. lang ako, ha? hindi ako Philippine team. Ha? Nakikisabay lang ako sa ensign because I want to be better. Kaya naging ka-close ko rin yung ibang mga fighters na Charlie Suarez, sila Mark Bariga, mm. sila Coach uh, Roel Velasco, ganyan. And alam ko na itong Philippine team, yung ABAP, uh, family yan. And kung makikilala mo itong mga to, pare-pareho sila na ugali. Lahat sila grounded. Lahat sila walang yabang. Um, mm. Alam mo, nakakatuwa iba-ibang probinsya sila nang galing pero uh, walang walang malalaking ulo so ako confident ako na kahit na sikat na sila kahit na na-achieve na nila yung yung peak uh, that they are surrounded by itong mga mentors nila that will guide them so i'm very confident dito sa mga coaches nila that they will not forget about you know where they started who helped them ganyan so um, they're in good hands totally agree i echo the the sentiments of our fellow Titus of Fighting here. And to add to what John said, I think I mentioned this like last episode or two episodes ago na when people started having the conversation of government support to our athletes, I always tell them, when I was... Ayun din, uh, when I was training with the ABAP guys before, again, disclaimer, hindi po ako part ng national team, but I was training boxing with them. And then yung... 
pagkailangan namin ng tulong for for preparation that amateur boxers ng Pilipinas they're more than willing to lend a hand and when i saw their living conditions when i saw their facilities before it's 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 i don't even know why we were able to produce champions sin it, was it, it just not encouraging oh it wasn't encouraging or it just wasn't there it wasn't even the bare minimum we didn't really have that much wow. uh, attention and funding towards sports i'm very happy with the improvements through the years uh notwithstanding uh, i mean mind mind uh i i don't want to get into the politics of things i'm not i don't want to pero yun nga i've seen vast improvements through in the last 5 years compared to the last 10 years ang layo ang layo niya um yes para exponential pala Kaya nga, nung nagkukwentuhan nga rin kami ni Pit, sabi ko, di ba dati sa ABAP, sabi ko, mas masaya mag-training sa labas kaysa sa loob, di ba? Sabi niya, oh, <laughs> Kasi, ganun. Ganun, ganun kapangit yung gamit dati. Of course, they will not say it, pero kasi ako, wala mga vested interest dyan. Nakakatawa yung gamit nila dati. As in, it was really old bags na, na yung tipong pwedeng malaglag, uh, yung ring hindi oh, wow. maganda. As in, dude, it, you'd be surprised na we were able to send a contingent abroad and they would perform at a very high level. Oh, ganon. Magtataka ka. And down and now you see the ABAP is more organized. They have camps here locally. They have one in Baguio and then the amateur training pool was able to do a camp in Thailand. It simply means that that funding is increasing. People see the value of what they're doing. They know that there's a there, there's a purpose to doing this. And then That's thank you fun. so much to the MVP Foundation for constant support. And if there's one thing I'm gonna add to what my fellow co-hosts are saying is private companies to take a gamble on athletes. Okay, the main reason please, why please. these athletes, uh, diba, these athletes are are getting attention now is because they've worked hard for it for the past 10, 15 years. You want a piece of the pie and you want na, na diba, as a as a sportsman you're not supporting them you are paying for the attention that they're yes. leveraging the audience you're right now yeah. so kaya, kaya ako, i don't like it when they say they're supporting and eh. no eh. you are you're basically yeah. leveraging the attention that they're getting yes. kasi if you've been supporting them you've you, you were there during the process and if there's one right, thing right. i advocate for private entities, you can probably write this off. You can get tax exemptions here. You do the math. Pero there are so many combat sports athletes, professional boxing, amateur and professional Muay Thai, diba? the RP wrestling team, the RP grappling team. These are individuals and team sports. I mean, if you look at the medal hall, if you look at the performing athletes for this edition of the Olympics, we got athletics, we got skateboard, we got um, boxing. Then we got the pole vault. I mean, these are sports we can excel at. And medal halls comes from combat sports. So we have an abundance of athletes. Right? I'm pretty sure it doesn't take too much of your resources to help support either a promotion or an organization or a particular team. So please do. Right? If there's one thing that... Right? So for corporate people, for them, this is not worth the risk. Right? It's a cost down the drain. Pero they don't see the ROI. They see na kailangan muna merong tayong quantifiable na, na amount. And that, that's a suit, yeah. ano talaga. That is a suit perspective. Oh, very suit perspective. And and it's not even... And how can you how can you seek approval for that? How can you justify Wala, eh, the number, di ba? Na, na parang this, this could be 
this is going to return 10 years from now. Medyo mahirap oh, yun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to understand yeah. that. Pero yun nga, for upper management, sports is something that the Filipinos are good at. And if and Filipinos love winners. If you just take a gamble on them, diba? Ano na lang yan eh. Makikita mo na lang na at the end of the day, the sporting community transcends and encompasses other communities within the Philippine culture. So, if you support that and they promote you, diba? Malaking bagay yung traction na makikita nyo. Malaking traction yan. One thing that, that when it comes to, for example, sa jiu-jitsu community, once brands started realizing na parang, ah, okay, ang Mal- market pala ng jiu-jitsu, mga na jiu-jitsu pala may pera, puta, oh, pwede pala oh, tayo mag-advertise pala dito. Upscale yeah. community pala to. Oh, <laughs> so parang, yeah. then they started realizing mahal pala ang gi, and oh, ang, mahal mag-train, mahal mag-train, tapos, Typical, typical Pinoy culture, di ba? Nakita nila, oy, malaki pala siya sa Amerika, malaki pala siya sa Australia, oy, part pala siya ng national program ng UAE. Teka, yes. gaya na nga rin tayo. So the same goes with other sports. So please, um, who knows, di ba? 2024, we got sambo, we got kickboxing, we got Muay Thai. Muay Thai, Olympics! Di ba? And we have an abundance of athletes there. Oh, so, so on top of boxing, pwede pa. More chances of winning another Olympic medal. I just so, I just wanted to add Franco like because mm. we we are always we've always been known as a fighting and lalo na ang boxing oh, naman. so I cannot understand the reluctance of companies to these private entities parang oy they'll cheer on Manny and everybody else who's boxing at at one point or another and then we'd hold this kind parang hindi uh, pa ba nakita yung ROI it's like I mean we always talk about MMA math and how it doesn't add up eventually pero ito kasi ang dating makita in terms of pop culture uh, and social currency so just just do it guys parang may ROI yan like in just half a decade and if you're looking at it, and if you listen to John's previous story from La Union down mm, to Jensen down diba? to Davao <laughs> may boxing gym at may boxing promotion so ibig sabihin malaking community diba? so, so malaking boxing community they have to gamble they have to anything gamble they have to invest because they know the talent is there ang kailangan lang suporta kung kaya nila mag mag gold mag silver mag bronze with these limited resources Paano pa pag sinuportahan natin ang todo? Can you just imagine yung potential ng yung 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 ceiling ng mm. ano na to, ng athletes natin? Mm. We, we, we have talent, we have talent. And yung mga athletes natin talagang may puso, kumbaga sobrang cliche na pero meron talaga. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just need support, they just need support. And uh, sana sa umpisa when they need it, when they need it the most, sana nandun na yung corporate presence. Hindi kung kailan nanalo na. And we can end the episode with that one. John, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people thank find you? Please plug all the, the socials natin. Yes, uh, I'm on Instagram uh, at PH Boxing Corner and I'm also on Facebook PH Boxing Corner. Actually, may TikTok ako pero hindi ko pa siya naasigaso. PH Boxing Corner also. Twitter, PH Boxing Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Yung personal TikTok po ba dyan? Doon ka sumasayaw. So, please... Follow them all on social media. We are also on social media. Find us on Facebook and on Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. So please follow Destroy MNL. My podcast is Coach Franco Says, and we will see you next week on another episode of Combat Sports Weekly. Bye-bye. Coach Franco Says would like to thank the following sponsors for making this episode possible. My armor of choice. Never go to battle without it. Beware the robot face. I am not some crosses. Place your orders on their Facebook or Instagram pages. Just good vibes in the local jiu-jitsu scene. 
check out my Ikiro Collective family at ikiro.ph. Simply Better Dentistry. Visit the Santos Dental Group and Oral Surgery Center. Book an appointment on their social media pages. Boost your immune system with NanoSilver Immune Support Supplement. Order your bottles on their social media pages. For local martial arts news here in the Philippines, visit Local MMA on Facebook and listen to one of my favorite podcasts, Destroy MNL.